My name is Martine Ellis and I live and work in Guernsey in the Channel Islands. I'm at the Guernsey College of Further Education, which without wanting to point out the obvious, is a further education college in Guernsey. Um, we're a small island, so it's our only FE college. And what I do there is a couple of things really. I'm a teacher educator. At the moment, I'm running our initial teacher training program, which is a lot of fun and a real privilege actually, because I'm in the exciting position of being able to help people working in industry make the decision to go into teaching and I find that really exciting so that's part of my role next year next academic year I'm also going to be teaching on our level five teaching qualification which I'm really looking forward to but in addition to that I have a role a, a a professional development role working with my colleagues, my teaching colleagues, to help them use technology in the classroom more effectively. And one of the reasons I became a Google certified trainer was to enhance what I do in that role. So that's me, that's what I do. In addition to that, I'm also a podcaster. My podcast is called The Teaching Space, and it's aimed at teachers and trainers, teaching any age, any topic, it, anyone in a teaching or training role essentially and my key themes that I cover there are things like technology obviously because it's my thing teaching in a general sense but also I'm really excited about teacher productivity I think that teaching is one of the most challenging jobs in the world in terms of workload but I do believe there are certain things we can do to work really super efficiently so that's me that's quite a bit actually when I explain it that way a couple of years ago, we as a college were making the decision to change where we saved our documents and how we use technology just generally. And it was suggested that the Google for Education, or now as it's called G Suite for Education approach might be worth having a look at. Now, I've always been quite techie minded as, as a podcaster and I've been a blogger, you know, technology is something that I get quite excited about. So I thought I'd do a bit of investigation. And I found that Google had a suite of qualifications aimed at teachers and trainers. So I started investigating that because I wanted to be in a position to help my senior leadership team make the right decision. And I wanted them to be kind of really clear on what Google was all about. So I looked into the training and there are four sort of stages of training. There's Google Certified Educator Level 1 and 2, then Google Certified Trainer, and finally Google Certified Innovator. So as quickly as I possibly could, I made a start doing the, the first stage, which was Google Certified Educator Level 1. So that was the reason. It's, it didn't take me long at all, and I'll tell you why, because all of the resources for uh, the learning are online, and they're, they're pretty good, actually. Um, and don't get me wrong, while I am very much a, a tech girl when it comes to teaching and learning, personally, I prefer a bit of a combina combination between online learning and face-to-face, -face, and that's how I like to approach my teacher education. But for speed, and because it was very kind of tech computer based stuff, the online resources were great. And Google provide those for free, really accessible. All you need is a Google account to sign in, which again is free. And the cost is simply the exam. And the exam at the time of us chatting is $10. So the cost is, is, is minimal and worth every penny as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's valid for three years. So you do need to recertify 
after three years, which I think is super important because technology changes at such a rapid pace. But as an introduction, going through the online resources, then doing the exam for me was great. I'm conscious that there are lots of boot camps available over the UK and so on that other organizations run. But if you're reasonably tech savvy, doing the level one, the online approach, well, for me, it was great. I've been in the Google ecosystem for a while already. For example, I use Gmail for my personal, um, personal correspondence. I, I was familiar with Google Drive. So for me, yes, there was a lot of reaffirming stuff that I kind of had an idea about, but I just needed to kind of maybe label things correctly and do things in the most efficient way. So certainly level one, that was fairly straightforward for me. As I went up, up the chain of, um, of qualifications and sort of getting Google Certified Trainer, then I was really learning some new stuff, which was exciting for me. After the Google Certified Educator Level 1 exam, you move on to the Level 2. And really the difference between those is with Level 2, you're just looking at a wider range of Google products. Um, there is a slight difference in the cost of the exam for that, for that one. It's $25, but again, valid for three years, you need to recertify. When I got to the next stage, which was Google Certified Trainer, then I really started learning some new things because I felt there was quite a leap from Educator 1, Educator 2 to, to Trainer. And it has enhanced my practice. It's revolutionized it actually in many, many ways. So I've mentioned Google Certified Educator Level 1 and Level 2, and um, those are the qualifications that I would really recommend anyone using G Suite for Education does. So anyone at sort of teacher or lecturer level, I think they're definitely worth doing. I think it would be useful for me to explain the difference between those two levels and Google Certified Trainer level. Uh, there is a level above instantly, um, Google Certified Innovator. I haven't got there yet, but it's, it's on my CPD plan, so watch this space. Um, as a Google Certified Trainer, usually you would be somebody in a position to help other teachers and trainers and lecturers in using G Suite for education. So rather than focusing on your own practice, it's about helping others with their practice. And I think that's one of the key differences. So it might be that it is part of your job to do that. You might be like me in a CPD role, or it might be something that you want to do, or you might do some consultancy on the site. You know, there's lots of different people who it would appeal to. What I would say is the process of becoming certified is, is a lot chunkier for being a Google certified trainer. There's a lot more to do. So first things first, you have to have the level one and two Google certified educator qualifications and they have to be current. You have to do a Google certified trainer course, which is online. You have to do a skills assessment exam, which is $15, 1515. You have to produce a video, which for some is a little bit intimidating. Um, I must admit, I did several takes for mine. You have to do a little tutorial, a very short tutorial showing how you use your Google skills. And then you have to do a piece to camera where you explain why you're googly, <laughs> which was quite an interesting thing to explain. You have to do a very detailed application, which involves giving examples of case studies where your practice has influenced your organization's use of tech. You have to recertify every year. And when you recertify, you have to do another kind of exam, which makes sure you're up to date with everything Google. And in addition to that, you have to log 12 training sessions 
with a Google platform and contribute to a wide range of resources that other Google certified trainers use. So it's quite a, a big process. But what I would say is for me, it's been really, really worth it. It's influenced my practice dramatically. It's given me the confidence to sort of advance my career in this direction. And it's allowed me to have, have a big impact on teaching and learning across the whole college. And also it's helped my podcast, you know, things that I do outside of my day job. So it's been absolutely brilliant. I'd say any teachers using G Suite for Education, definitely look at educator level one and two. Anyone who wants to sort of push things a bit further than becoming a trainer is, is worth the effort, without a doubt. One of the biggest changes I've made and which has generated the most feedback probably in using all things Google is probably going paperless. So my classroom is completely paperless. Now, if you just, if I rewind a minute and remind you that the sort of learners I'm dealing with are learners from probably my youngest learner, probably early twenties uh, to a lovely lady that I've just taught in her early seventies um, this time around. The, these people have a wide variety of technical skills and for many of them they've been out of the classroom for a great many years. Um, I, I think my, my older lady that I taught recently said I haven't been in the classroom for like 40, 50 years so it's like wow okay and so for some of them the idea of a paperless classroom and, ha and having everything technology based is quite overwhelming and so I, ha I have to do a lot of work with them initially. Firstly initial assessment to work out where they are on the on the tech experience spectrum that's really important but then if they're very anxious about the prospect of going paperless I need to do a lot of work with them to make sure they're happy with the systems and you know what if someone says to me Martine I seriously can't cope paperless then I will provide paper not a problem but I think in this day and age using technology I mean IT is a functional skill so it's important that I provide the support they need to up that skill level if needed so the feedback in general to having a paperless classroom has been excellent they're anxious at first and out of comfort zone and like how is this going to work what is this chromebook you've put in front of me it's small i don't know um so initially anxious but by the end of it they're like wow that is so efficient in the best thing for people often is the assessment process and the fact that they can work on their assignment in Google Classroom and they can just close it down and they don't need to save it. It's always there. You're not losing anything and they can go back to it and they zip it across to me and I give them very targeted feedback using comments in Google Docs so they can see exactly what they need to work on for their formative feedback. And the, the, just the efficiency of that, that nobody's losing assignments anywhere or they always know where to find things. I think that has been the thing that they've liked the most. So, you know, I can't say it's been totally plain sailing that everyone's like, yay, paperless is great. But in the main, by the end of it, they're totally on board. I keep up to date in a variety of ways. I think it's a challenge, but it's a must because of the pace of change in technology. And it's a really important part of what I do. As a Google certified trainer, I have access to a community of trainers. It's a, a Google group and there is lots of chat in that community and, and, and these people are often they have their finger on the pulse of, of what's going on with tech so I get a lot of development and insight from that. Um, I also make really good use of Twitter. I'm, I'm very careful with who I follow on Twitter. I follow people who often are one step ahead of me with tech so anything they say I'm like okay I really need to look into that. 
I'm not frightened to try things out. If I become aware of a new tool, a new approach that's going on, uh, I'm very transparent with my, my adult learners and I say, right, we're going to try something new because I want them to feel confident to do exactly the same thing. And we have a chat about it and if it goes wrong, then there's lots of learning there. So I think being brave and testing stuff out is really good too. Um, so I would say social media, networking, networking with other teachers and Google trainers and, and definitely not being scared to just give things a go. You can't break things, really you can't. <laughs> For more podcasts, blogs and articles, please visit the Society for Education and Training's website at set.et-foundation.co.uk. Here you can find out how to become a member of the largest professional network of teachers and trainers in the UK and access a range of exclusive content to help you develop your career.